What is up, everybody? I am George Mossies. Please say hello to co-host Corona. This is the George Mossy Show, Darcy and Stacey, Season 4, Episode 8. There's a lot to talk about. I can't waste any time. We have to get into this. This episode has been making waves. It's trending on all social media right now because of something we're going to be talking about. So we learned that after that meeting with Georgie, he started calling and texting Darcy in the middle of the night, thinking that the communication lines were now open because... Florian got him that face-to-face -face meeting with him. So that wasn't the case because Darcy stood her ground. She also did not respond to those tech messages. She did not answer the phone. I'm so proud of her, by the way. Darcy is being so strong. She told him off at the place. She walked away from him after he was telling her he loved her and offering her diamonds. I am so proud of her. So also I'm proud of Florian because Florian met with Georgie and was like, bro, you went rogue. We had a meeting. We discussed everything. You completely went rogue on the plan. I can't even have you as my best man now because I can't trust you. I can't trust anything that you do. He's like, if you came to my wedding and said that you were going to behave, and then you came to my wedding and completely ruined this wedding that Stacy is paying a lot of money for, you will basically not be a part of my friend circle ever. So I think that Florian made the right decision to stop this weird Darcy obsession between him and Georgie. And it's like, I don't know how it went on for so long because Florian had to feel weird every time they were on the phone or having a conversation, it was always Darcy. I want to talk about the phone call that happened at the art studio because it kind of makes sense to this part because he called him to tell him to leave Darcy alone. Did you notice the very second thing that Georgie said was, how's Darcy? Where is she? Well, let's talk about Darcy. But before he could even get anything out to Georgie, it was always about Darcy. And I feel like Florian is finally seeing what they were trying to tell him, the manipulation and the control and to getting her personal information. And it's like, Georgie was like a, a secret service agent and he was like spying on Dar spying on everything she was doing. And I'm so glad that she's finally free of that. Honestly, like, I feel like, not trying to sound mean, but like, I feel like Florian didn't get it. Like he didn't get that Georgie was trying to just like suck information out of him. I feel like Florian thinks that Georgie's his friend and he's just making conversation because that's his sister-in-law. But not knowingly, he's spilling all the tea. And I'm like, Florian, stop. Like, that's what Georgie wants from you. And now I think he really sees it. Like you said, in the phone call, when he answers the phone, the first thing he says is, how's Darcy? Where's Darcy? And it's like, now do you get it, Florian? Like, we love you, but shut your mouth. Darcy was right to get that phone call because she was like, I need proof because you lured me to this place to where Georgie was and yeah. this happened. So she was like, your word isn't enough for me anymore. She's like, I need more than that. And she's like, since you can't sign a contract and prove to me, she's like, call him and just tell him, leave me alone. Stop stalking me. Like, honestly, just let me be. Can I have my peace? And I feel like that was so important for Darcy because she literally had cut off all communication with him. And then he weaseled his way in through any way, any means possible to get back in her life. And she's literally trying to stay on track. And her dating life is not necessarily in the best place. So it would be very easy for her to fall back into that habit and give him another chance. So again, I applaud how strong she's being in this situation because it would have been very easy to be weak and just let someone tell you how beautiful you are and just pick up that phone call and make yourself feel a little better. So she didn't do that. So I'm happy about that. So I wanna talk about um, this wedding venue. So we saw the Harbor House. Now, first of all, did you like the Harbor House? Because in my opinion, I felt like all the rooms were too small for a wedding. Like everything was beautiful, but I felt like the size of the rooms, I know it was like a beach house slash wedding venue. So it's like a very intimate setting. So it would have to be a smaller 
type crowd. But what did you think of the Harbor House? I thought it was really pretty, honestly. I thought it was gorgeous. Um, Like you said, I did think it was small, but I feel like they're having a smaller wedding, so it could work. I mean, for as small as it is and as as small of amount of guests as they're having, I mean, $40,000 is a lot, but it was I beautiful. I love the view. I think it's so elegant and pretty, and it's very Stacy because, you know, it's just, like, very put together and pretty, and, like, she, you know, she's a little bit more boho, so I see it. I see her mm-hmm. vision. I mean, forty thousand isn't a hundred thousand. Remember the castle? The castle was a hundred thousand. So we've already discounted sixty thousand from that tag. But in Florian's mind, he was like, "It's still a lot of money. It's still a waste of money." And Stacy was like, "Everything is a lot of money to you because you don't have a job." She's like, "So at at some point, I'm just gonna have to make decisions with people who are paying." And she's like, "That person is Stacy Silva right here. Like, this is me." So she was like, "I'm gonna have to make this decision." And she's like, "I feel like everything that we look at is too much." And I think Florian's budget, like, remember what I said in the second episode, is zero dollars. It's free. Yep. So like anything over zero dollars, he's like, "I don't know. That's a little pricey." And it's like. Florian, wedding venues are pricey. Even if you get married in a church, that church is going to charge you money. Like, yeah. and that's a nonprofit, you know? So it's like, this is just the business you're in of getting married. And that got Florian under fire to start working. He was like, you know what? That made me feel really helpless. And it made me feel like I couldn't contribute. And I didn't like the feeling. So he went to this open call asking for a local, um, it was a lower budget shoot, but it was still a paying shoot. And Florian is definitely not as experienced as these guys in Miami because you have to remember in Miami, all they do is work out and take off their shirts and take pictures. So these guys are definitely more experienced. But Gigi did give him a shot. She saw potential. He does have that like Vogue magazine look. You know, you're looking at a Dolce and Gabbana ad, you know, like that's what you're going to get. So with experience, He's going to be able to book jobs, but in order to book jobs, you have to book jobs. And I know that sounds weird, but it's like you have to accept lots of jobs to get lots of jobs. And Florian was like, you're not paying me enough, so I don't even know if I want to accept this job. And I'm like, Florian, this is not how that works. It's you got to spend money to make money. You got to take crappy jobs to get better jobs. And it's like, I don't know if he understands the process of how the modeling world works, you know, because the the highest top paid model was at some point in her career or his career taking crappy jobs. They worked their way up and then people, they're in demand and then that that amount went up. He's, he wants to get a job that's going to pay so much money it impresses Stacy. But I think any job at this point would impress Stacy, right? Do you feel like that? I feel like Stacy just wants to see some effort. You know, even if it was a $50 shoot, she'll be like, I appreciate you going to that, showing up and doing that job. Like, I feel like Stacy isn't asking for a lot. Oh, like Florian, take the damn job. Who cares that it's only, what was it, $150? Take it because that's going to give you exposure. Like you said, people that are movie stars started out doing like the weirdest things, like little infomercials or whatever the hell it is to get to where they are because you need exposure and you need to work in order for your name to get out there or else you're just going to be stuck. $150 $150 to him was like chum change. It's not even about the money. So a lot of people were doing free stuff. Like in the mm-hmm. beginning, they weren't even, they were just doing stuff for their portfolio. You wouldn't have to pay them. If you would photograph them and print it somewhere, that was all they wanted because they know that exposure is going to go far in the future. And I just want to open up to that. And I know it's hard because $40,000 and he wants to probably contribute half of it. Florian, you're not going to get that on one shoot. Mm-mm. You know, like I'm pretty sure Ariana Grande doesn't get 40000 or 20000 on one shoot. And she's, she's Ariana Grande. You know, you got to start somewhere. So yep. I want him to just be more open to taking 
a chance and getting that experience because he looks like a model. Even Gigi says, she's like, you look like a model. You look like a sophisticated high-end model. We just have to get you the rough edges, you know, done and get your, your portfolio thicker and get you booked on more jobs and we can do it. And he's like, eh, I'll let you know. That was a bad move. That was a bad move. So there's this photo on Cicero's Instagram of a woman that he's very, very much hugged up on. And it's around the same week that he and Darcy started dating. Can I say because they met, they're getting to know each other. But I don't know if they were, they weren't exclusive at the time, but they were dating because Michelle said that when she matches someone, you're supposed to not see other people. So I don't know, like say, I don't know, let's, let's put it in perspective. Say he was with that woman on a Monday, he met Darcy on a Friday. Technically that could be okay. Like, because technically between that Monday and that Friday, they could have broken up or stopped talking. So we don't know exactly what happened. And in order for us to find out, Darcy, Stacy, and Florian wanted to ask Cicero what happened. And he decided to not show up. Oh. And this isn't the first time he's decided to not show up on a date. I mean, the first time he did give an excuse. But this time he didn't even answer the phone. He didn't even answer a text. That makes you look pretty guilty, Cicero. You know, like I'm saying, like, that makes you look pretty bad because if there is an explanation and a reason, it's very easy to just pick up the phone and say, hey, that's my sister. That's my cousin. That's my friend's girlfriend, whatever. Explanations matter. We can always make assumptions when we have no information. So you not picking up and not showing up says a lot. And the fact that he went to the matchmaker and had all these negative things to say about Darcy really pissed me off, right? He's saying that she's drinking too much, but he's the one paying for the drinks. And he's saying that her Instagram is too provocative. But at the first meeting, he said, I looked at your Instagram and I like it. I feel like he's playing games. And it's like, We've been telling Darcy this whole time she needs to date an older man who's more mature. I feel like Cicero is the most immature man out there. And I feel like we set Darcy up, right? We set her up to fail uh -huh. because this is the worst guy that could have went on a date with. He's such a liar, right? He's like completely lying. He's telling the matchmaker one thing, telling Darcy another. And I'm just trying to figure out what his end game was. What was the problem? What did he want? That was disgusting to me. Honestly, the fact that he went behind her back after taking her to dinner and not even offering to drive her home and ghosting her completely when he made the plan. Don't even make plans to go. Like, why did you even accept the offer? Like, I don't know. That was really bad. I mean, Darcy really was putting herself out there for someone that was her own age. And then he just like, basically like spit in her face. And I don't like mm -hmm. that because Darcy deserves someone that's going to treat her like a queen. And we don't want her to fall back into Georgie or like someone else that's, young and just trying to take advantage of her like we need a solid dude and we thought he could have been pretty solid but he was a little sketchy throughout the times we did see him because like yes. a lot of the things he did i did not like i liked him at the first date and then now he's just an asshole and i don't like him at all and i hope that she blocks him and that he can go do whatever he wants on instagram yeah and i want to talk about michelle so michelle had a conversation with darcy because darcy decided to end their matchmaking relationship because she said you know i'm paying money and doing the work that you told me to do and then the person that i'm set up with this is what happened and she's like this isn't what i signed up for and michelle said something that kind of got to darcy she was like well two things actually she's like first of all the common denominator of your failed relationships is you which is a true statement but it's also a hurtful statement mm -hmm. because it's saying that she's doing something wrong even though darcy has been doing a lot of work to correct those things so kicking someone while they're down i've never been a fan of like, obviously, Darcy knows that she's the common denominator in all those relationships. That's that's common knowledge. She knew. And then she said that she wanted to recommend therapy. Now, 
this is a hard thing because I'm an advocate for therapy. I have a therapist. I was raised in a religious cult. So I have things that I need to talk to the therapist about, but I also know telling people that they need therapy is a very touchy subject. Like it's, it's not the same as when you go to the doctor and they prescribe medicine to you because people are like, oh no, well, if you have something wrong, therapy is like medicine. It'll make you better. People don't feel that way because there's a negative stigma around therapy, mental health, depression. People have a negative outlook on those things, even though they're real and anyone can suffer from it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with you if you do. People have a negative stigma around it. And it just was a hard way to tell her something, especially right after she ended the relationship, because it looked like it was a attack. And even if it was coming from a good place, it didn't feel that way. It felt like an attack. So I don't know how I feel about the situation because, you know, we've had Michelle on the show and I love Michelle. And I don't know if this is exactly how it was filmed or if it was edited a certain way, but I don't know how I feel about this interaction. Yeah, I really felt very uncomfortable because I feel like I almost feel like Michelle got her feelings hurt that Darcy didn't want to work with her anymore. And maybe, you know, she just got a little bit upset and that's why she said these things. But I, I mean, I feel like Michelle come like she comes off stronger, which we've seen the whole time. She's very like, you know, she mm, comes off very yeah. strong, strong personality, which that's not wrong. Like, you know, that's her. But sometimes some people don't know how to react like to that. Cause I know like Darcy, like she needs things, like she kind of needs someone to be a little bit sweeter and softer. I mean, she can handle anything, but like when it comes to relationships, someone needs to be a little bit more understanding where she's coming from. And, you know, just the way I feel like Darcy was being very professional. And I feel like Michelle didn't have to say those things the way that she said them. She could have said them in like a way nicer way that would have made Darcy not feel like she was attacking her. Yeah, it's the delivery. Delivery. People always say deliver how you say things and how you deliver it makes a difference. So I'm hoping that the relationship between Darcy and Michelle isn't severed based on this interaction, because it could be Darcy be ready soon to go to that matchmaking situation and find the right guy so i'm hoping that things are okay next week there is a physical fight between georgie and michael ben so we're going to be getting into that and we're out of time unfortunately so i'm george mossy make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at george mossy georgemossy.com and anywhere you get your podcast please follow my co-host sharona too this is the george mossy show we'll talk to all of you guys really really soon